Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. Having low desire is hard because, well, you just don't want to, right? You just don't, you don't want to have sex and yet you love your partner and so you want to figure out how to get there for them. Maybe you're someone who also used to have a higher drive or it used to be easier for you to get turned on. And so you have memories of that time and your partner definitely has memories of that time and may or may not use that in conversations like what changed? You used to be like this. I don't know what happened. So it's it's tough. You're stuck between who you used to be, who you are now, and not knowing how to do anything different, not even knowing if you really want to for yourself anyway. Um, and maybe you notice the change just naturally a couple years into your relationship. Maybe you notice the change after you had kids maybe the change you feel like you can pinpoint it to the fact that there's a disconnection between you and your partner. There's lots of reasons why we get to the place of low desire, but the why is not so much what we're talking about right now. The, what we're talking about is how to understand what's happening and how to make a little bit of a switch over mentally. So, one really big thing that's happening, regardless of how you got to this place, is that you need to learn a new paradigm of sexuality. I think the one that we're handed is very automatic, where it is, you know, you just get turned on and then you have sex. In the movies, in TV shows and songs, all of that, desire is just kind of immediate. And if you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. And if you dated, if you were sexually active while you dated, or even if early on in a relationship, sex drive just came easier, it can be pretty frustrating for you to maybe for the first time in your life now feel like, why don't I want to? What happened? Okay, so let's switch instead of beating up on yourself for that and getting stuck there. Let's just go to... Now you get to take ownership for it. Take ownership of your sexuality and of bringing it from um, nothing (laughs) to an ember and then eventually allowing it to grow to a flame. So instead of hyper-focusing on you not being super duper turned on, think about literally like a bonfire. Think about what kindling, what... Um, conditions do I need in order to increase the likelihood of me being open to sexual energy? And I'm not even talking about full on like, I just want to go and tear your clothes off. Not even that. Just being open to the idea of being in a sexual arena with this person that you care about. And I use the word sexual energy, erotic energy, all of that, 
to differentiate between us just thinking about intercourse as sex versus seeing it as a full spectrum, a full buffet of ways that we can exist in this energy without it necessarily always having to equate to intercourse. That makes sense? So your step one here is to just realize it is what it is. Your desire needs a little encouraging. That is totally fine. Now it's time for you to learn what it takes to encourage it and equip yourself with this information. That's it. What is your kindling? What is your starting the, the fire, just setting the scene? So for example, that might be you say, I'm completely shut down if the dishes still need to be done and I have a laundry list of things in my head to do. I'm, I just, I can't even begin to think about sex. Awesome. Now flip that and the converse is what you need in order to help open you to the idea of sexuality. So then you would say, well, for me to get into that space, I need some of my to-do lists to be out of the way. I need to find a way to get it out of the forefront of my mind. And now we solve for that. Now we, we problem solve. Does that mean just writing it down somewhere and coming back to it? Does that mean you and your special boo figuring out a way to get all those tasks done so that you have open space in mind in the evening or in the morning when it's time to connect? That's all the problem solving stuff. But first, it's you realizing that the very things that shut you down, the converse of it is probably something that can open you up. Let's think of another example of a condition. Um, oh, super popular one. You want to feel loved and emotionally connected before opening up physically. Awesome. I do think it's important to also say, if any part of you judges or doesn't understand your partner when they are able to connect with you sexually, even if you guys are a little physically distant, just understand that's okay. For some people, physicality is an extension of their emotional. Now, <laughs> this is why we see a therapist, because there's also a difference between, hey, just love connecting with you physically in order to rekindle our emotional versus I don't know have emotions, so I'm only going to do physical. Different thing. But at the end of the day, all of this revolves around my, my favorite word, intimacy, right? Anyway, if you need emotional connection, then you get to also take responsibility for stepping into that. If you are, it's hard for you to open up, or if you punish your partner, or if you do the silent treatment until they come to you first, or any of that, it's just not helping. And I also understand it can be hard when you just had this empty emotional tank for so much time, and any time you've tried asking, it feels like it's shut down. It's just like you're, you're working off of a deficit here. And of course you don't have the energy to put yourself out there again. Hence therapy to help break some of that up and get you back on um, some level of a, a positive footing with your partner. But for those of you that don't have all of that extra 
scar tissue and baggage, then yes, own your needs. Ask for the date. Set up a time where you guys can just sit down and connect. Um, Texting throughout the day, if that is something that does that for you. Uh, Doing a little Marco Polo video chat thing, that could also be a way to have some emotional connection. Um, There's also a difference between face-to-face emotional connection versus side-by-side. A face-to-face might be a nice intimate dinner date or a picnic in the living room. And a side-by-side might be mini golf or watching the game together, just doing something together. Pottery class. I don't know what you like. Ooh, dancing. Definitely go dancing. Dance classes. So those are just some examples of if you know that emotional connection is a prerequisite to even help you feel open to sexuality, then go create opportunities for emotional connection. But Whatever it may be for you that sets the scene, that kind of opens up the idea, the next thought, the next stage of this building of your desire fire is to then think, okay, if there is an ember, a little ember, what helps fan that into a flame? Here is where we invite your partner into the mix. So for the first stage, I do like to um, help folks find what is in their influence or control to do. Because if we say, well, I can't even be open to it unless you do X, Y, Z, that gets you stuck, doesn't it? Because then it makes your entire sexuality, your access to your sexuality entirely based off of what your person does or does not do. But instead, thinking of what's within our influence can help give us back that agency to own it for ourselves, to hold it for ourselves, and having our why of why we even want to step into that, having our why of what makes it enjoyable. If your partner's why is that they they like the pleasure sensation, like physically, of genitals and all that stuff, cool beans. That can be great. There's nerve endings there for that specific purpose. But if your why is a little bit different, maybe it's because you feel comforted. Maybe it's because you get 100% undivided attention and that's a special thing that you rarely get. Um, Maybe it's just you like that you guys talk before or after. Whatever your why is, hold that. It will help you to do this for yourself versus to only check it off a box or just show up and just be like, oh, well, you know, here I am, do what you want. Anyway, so this second phase is what will help fan the ember and we bring our partner in and what are things that we can do together once I've kind of set the stage that will help grow this fire, grow this flame. And this is where you might say, you know, When we do the whole back massage thing, can you just go a little bit slower or a little bit softer or or harder? Um, It could be something where you ask for, let's mix it up. Why do we always just stay in the bedroom? Let's figure out a way to get the kids, you know, over to a relative's home for the evening and so that we can explore the entirety of the house. Or maybe we just need to go to a hotel or something like that. 
what is something you and your partner can collaborate on to help make that fire grow? Even if it's something like, let's make sure we have a whole little routine for ourselves where we brush our teeth, we bathe, maybe we take that shower together, or maybe I take the shower by myself, get my mind in the right space, and you can do getting everyone ready for dinner, or if you guys don't have kids, um, you can help tidy up the bedroom so there's just not laundry everywhere, so that now we're collaborating on making sure we're both ready for this. And then once your fire is growing and growing and growing, then you can start to think about all the sexual things like what positions do we like in XYZ, but you probably don't need to start there. You just need to consider what will help me be open. What will help me switch mindsets from my busy day-to-day life and my chores and my to-do list and step into a place of flow, desire, your mind being a little bit more free. Sometimes it just takes that skin-to-skin contact to slow you down and remind you, okay, it's just you and me. The gratitude of it's just you and me. And this is something that we get to share together. And that's special. So it's not about, oh, I want to have this big, like, orgasmic experience. Maybe you want that. Maybe that's your why. Also awesome. But it's okay if your why doesn't necessarily have to do with the act of intercourse or the, the act of craving arousal. Maybe it's just about being together. But as you think about desire and you think about your arousal, both mentally, emotionally, physically, all of the above, the word I hope that you walk away with today is open. What will help me be more open to the idea? Beautiful, beautiful. If this concept is new or if you're feeling a little bit stuck, I have two ways for you to get more information and make more movement. One is there is an online course on my website, myintimacytherapist.com that is all about desire and intimacy and how to step into it, how to figure out what your vibe is. Um, or if you're like, I'm ready to do some one-on-one work or some couples work to dive in deep. I can't do this on my own. Tried all the books, tried all the podcasts. I, I need that next step. Then work with me. You can also visit the website or the show notes to get the link to go ahead and book a free consultation with me. And let's talk about it. Let's talk about what you need and how I can best support you. But as always, I hope that you're able to take this episode and that it gives you a little something, a nugget to implement in your day-to-day life so that you can feel fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. We'll talk soon.